0: I'm Tina Tang, an equities trader turned jewelry designer turned strength coach for women over 40. This podcast is my survival guide to health over 40, where I'll share things I wish my mom had told me, and where I'll interview experts to give us guidance about aging well. Check in every week for my newest episode. New York and New Jersey friends, save the date, July 15th, for a very special workshop. Everything your mother didn't tell you about menopause. I will be co-hosting this with Dr. Melanie Yanez, and our panelists will include a menopause certified gynecologist, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and a menopause specialized nutritionist. I will be moderating the questions, asking everything that I wish my mom had shared with me. The event will be held at Serendipity Loft in downtown Jersey City from 1 to 3 p.m. on July 15th. More details to come about how to book a ticket. Yesterday, I participated in my first powerlifting meet. A powerlifting meet is a competition where you try to lift your heaviest weight for back squat, bench press, and deadlift. And each competitor gets three attempts at each of the lifts. Now, why did I decide to do this? I've been lifting with barbells for over 10 years, and I never felt the need to do a competition because I lift for enjoyment and for my health. And I decided to commit to this competition this year for the experience of training for something and to see where this training would take me. I also liked the idea of having a specific purpose for my workouts so that it's not just workout just to be healthy, but there were there's actual training for a specific end goal. And the end goal for a powerlifting meet is to take your months of training and give it your one best shot, or actually three best shots, to get your heaviest lift for these three particular lifts, which again is a back squat, a bench press and a deadlift. And this was my experience over the 12 weeks. I started the 12-week lifting program based on what's called the one rep max. I have an idea of how heavy I can go. And on a particular day, a bunch of at the gym, we tested our one rep max. So essentially it was called a mock meet, which is like a practice, a practice competition. One rep max means using all of your strength giving every ounce of energy you've got, what's the heaviest you could do on that particular lift. So for example, for a back squat, how heavy can I go for just one rep? And that is a marker of strength. Just knowing, well, at this point in time, this is the heaviest one rep that I can do for this particular lift. And for example, to mark progress, if today all I could muster was a hundred pounds on a bench press just one bench press one rep and then three months from now if I test it again and I can actually do 120 pounds that number shows me how much stronger I've got over the three months now when all of us decided to do this my other teammates at the gym we were very excited during their first month of training because you knew you're at the start of this journey. And it's very exciting thinking, wow, in three months, we're going to be in this competition and we're going to be stronger than we were when we started. And it's very exciting to feel that your time will be allotted to doing something with a specific purpose. And all of us, including myself, allotted times in our schedule to make sure we got our lifting sessions in. So no matter what happened during that week, I wanted to stay on the program. And because of the time it, we were required to stay on our lifting program, other types of activities or workouts were set aside. And what I enjoyed about this or the first month of the three months of training is that it gave a purpose for when you went to the gym. For example, this is just a, a random sample schedule of what it'd be like on Mondays. I would go do my bench bench press lifts, which sounds like a lot of things, but I would probably be in the gym for a little over an hour to stretch and warm up, and then to do my warm up sets, and then to actually do the bench bench press work that was part of my program. So maybe at the end of the day, I did twenty reps, um, not including you know warming up and um, getting my body mobile for the bench press. So it sounds like you're not doing a lot. But that took about an hour and a half to get that work done. And then maybe on Tuesday, I would follow the same procedure, but for my back squats and possibly also bench again. So it would take almost two hours. Then on a Thursday, following the same idea for getting the joints mobile, doing warm up sets until I got to what they called the working set, which is the actual work you I wanted to do on that day for deadlifts. And then maybe Saturday again, I would squat again. So there would be some weeks where I would be doing heavy squats twice a week, heavy bench press, and then deadlifts once a week. And this is how all of us who are competing would have a lot of our weeks spent trying to make sure all the work got done. Now in this process, what happens is somebody or something inevitably goes off plan. And for me, in the middle of the 12 weeks, so about during the second month of the three months of work, I had chosen to take an Olympic snatch workshop, which is a different type of barbell work. And I s- decided to do this because I figured, well, this workshop might not come up very often and I'm not sure when the next time it will. It might be months from now. And this workshop I signed up for it was four weeks long. It was just on Saturdays. but doing this one thing not related to my powerlifting work was not a great idea in hindsight. What happened after these four, four different Saturdays doing this workshop is that my shoulders were wrecked and it would hurt. I think it was probably rotator cuff issues from doing something very total, very new and very different. And this happens sometimes when we're on a training program Something might happen which throws you off course. I know someone else who was also training on our team for the meet uh, had injured his one of his glute muscles was acting up and he had to take some time off. Um, And there was another person in our on our team who started getting shoulder pain, uh, who also had to pull back a little bit. So the lesson in terms of getting distracted from the ultimate goal is that. When you're training for a goal like this, less is better. As in just stick with the focus goal, try stop, try not to do more. I would have eliminated that Olympic snatch workshop in retrospect. Because what I had to do in terms of healing my shoulders during this big 12 week program for my ultimate goal of the powerlifting meet was I had to take a week, week and a half off of doing absolutely nothing in order to let my shoulders heal for for the rotator cuff muscles to be a little less inflamed. And then finally, when I got back into my training, I was already behind probably about two weeks. And that creates a whole nother kind of stress, knowing that, okay, I had this 12-week program. Now I'm two weeks behind. Where does that leave me? As I said, during this time, while I was having to go through this, a couple other teammates were also not only struggling to find time to do the workouts, but also working through some injuries. And injuries just happen, even with proper form. There's a reason why pro athletes get injured. You're doing something and it's inevitable that there might be an injury because of overuse. Because some days you're tired when you're when you're doing your training. So that's how it went along in terms of the physical part of the training. In terms of the emotional part of the training, what's been really nice about this twelve-week process is that you start bonding with your teammates. And not having grown up playing any team sports, you know, I was not not as familiar with this feeling, but. Even though we are all powerlifting, which is a solo sport, since you're really competing against your own numbers, having other people along doing the same thing as you in terms of trying to find the time to fit it into their schedule, trying to get their lifts in, having the same mental struggles, some days you don't feel like doing it. It really creates a feeling of sisterhood or brotherhood because only this other person understands all the constraints and struggles that you're going through. Now, by the 11th week, which means one week out from our competition, this is the following feeling we all had. We were all tired of the process. Not one person was excited, just tired of the training for 11 weeks, Devoting all our extra time into prepping for this powerlifting meet, just like lifting weights, trying to find the time during your day, rescheduling certain work things so you could fit your lift in. We were all tired, and I remember the quotes of some people saying, like, you know, I don't even care if we do this meet. We were so done with the training. But on the day of the meet, which was yesterday, when you walk into that room where you're seeing dozens of other lifters who have also spent the last few months. Preparing and you see all the stuff that they brought in, you know their big bags of water and food, uh, thinking the same thing as you I'm here i just I've been lifting for the past three months plus, and I'm here to do my very best. It feels so great to be in a room full of electric energy of people who like to do the same thing as you and who've been preparing just as hard as you. What I've learned from this process was. First of all, if you're interested in powerlifting, in this powerlifting environment, everybody is rooting for you. While it's a competition, it's not a competition because... Whatever number I'm starting with and whatever number I'd like to end up with in my bench press, back squat, and deadlift is different for each person. Also in this sport, they divide you by age group and weight class. So someone who's 500 pounds lifting weight is not going to be measured against someone who's 120 pounds because it's it's not fair. Of course, a bigger person's going to be able to lift more. And they also divide classes by by age because it' Someone who is 120 pounds, but is 25 years old is gonna have a much different performance or recovery than someone who's 55 years old, but also weighs 120 pounds. What makes powerlifting or solo sport like this wonderful is that it's such a supportive environment. Here you're sharing this interest with all these other people who love doing what you do and you're rooting for them. So no matter who is on stage, you see the struggle, you know what they're fighting for as they're trying to attempt that lift and you're yelling for them the same way that they're yelling for you to to get that lift. The other thing I learned during the actual competition was that oftentimes we are our own self-limiting obstacle in terms of what we think we can do. So in a powerlifting meet, you get three attempts, not in a row, but after everyone gets their first attempt at a particular lift, then everyone goes for their second. Usually your first attempt is going to be a number that you can, you know, a weight that you know you can do. The second one will be something you're like, ooh, this was last, my one rep max. Uh, And then the third number is a number you're like, I'm going to go for it. And what I learned is I still underestimated what I could do. So in doing my third attempt and accomplishing it, I realized I could have gotten five pounds more, even though there's also adrenaline helping push you through the process, but especially as women, we often think we can do less than we actually can do. And that physical strength mixed with adrenaline is very influenced by our thought process. I remember the very last lift I did, which is the third attempt at a deadlift. And the most I'd ever done in my life was 235. And I decided I'm going to go for 250. 235 felt really heavy during training, the workup till this before this day, but I'm going to go for 250. And 250 came up. I wouldn't say easy, but it was also not the kind of struggle where I almost didn't get it up. I think I could have probably added five more pounds on that. So, our thought process and believing what we can do or what we want to do really does matter, especially on a day like the competition. You have to see it, believe it, and know it. The last thing I want to part you with is that I highly recommend trying a competition, even if it's not a team sport, but something for yourself, just for the sheer life experience, to go through the process, to feel what it feels like, to be challenged, to feel the adrenaline, and to set an expectation for yourself. At age 52, I'm really happy that I tried my first powerlifting meet. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to subscribe. You can also find me on my website, ironstrongfitness.net, or follow me on Instagram at ironstrongfit. See you at the next episode.